0: I'm sure we all have those times when we find ourselves bored to tears. I am not sure exactly what that means, but it is at least pretty extreme. I ran across this earlier today from Sir Cecil Walter Hardy Beaton. Perhaps the world's second worst crime is boredom. The first is being a bore. Now is that interesting or what? It's definitely fascinating. This is a topic about which anyone can get excited.
1: Don't you agree? (sighs) As Ellen Parr pointed out, the cure for boredom is curiosity. Listen on. Your boredom is certainly about to experience the cure it needs.
0: Leo Tolstoy knew that you would be curious about this. He said, boredom, the desire for desires. Be sure you examine this carefully. Boredom isn't a problem for you unless you don't have any desires but desire some. He may have intended that wanting to increase what you want can be boring too but it seems likely that he only had in mind desiring to change total desire deprivation. See what? F. Scott Fitzgerald also had a useful perspective. Boredom is not an end product. It's comparatively rather an early stage in life and art. You've got to go by your past or through boredom as through a filter, before the clear product emerges. The good news here is that it may take a while to figure out what Fitzgerald was trying to say so while you are pondering, you won't be bored. If you get it figured out too quickly, you can also consider Jean Baudrillard's comparison. Boredom is like a pitiless zooming in on the epidermis of time. Every instant is dilated and magnified like the pores of the face. Ew, gross. The idea seems to be that boredom is but a mere pimple on the face of time or some such. Oh dear. Bert Leston Taylor makes the shift from boredom to bores. He said, a bore is a man who when you ask him how he is, tells you. Christian Nestle Bubby was even more elucidating. There are few wild beasts more to be dreaded than a communicative man having nothing to communicate. Of course, he too was talking about bores. Louis Cronenberger even suggested a way of classifying bores, highly educated bores are by far the worst. They know so much in such fiendish detail to be boring about. However Byron may have had the best idea. It is to be hoped that with all the modern improvements, a mode will be discovered of getting rid of bores. For it is too bad that a poor wretch can be punished for stealing your pocket handkerchief or gloves. And that no punishment can be inflicted on those who steal your time and with it your temper and patience as well as the bright thoughts that might have entered into your mind like the Irishman who lost the fortune before he had got it, being frightened away by the bore. Okay, enough is enough. As Dylan Thomas said, somebody's boring me. I think it's me.
1: I wonder which is worse, boring other people or boring ourselves?
0: I guess the question is worse for you. If someone has to be bored it might as well be you the alternative as me. It probably depends on how generous I happen to be feeling. There's something I can agree with. The problem with being bored is that it is so boring. I think I will leave that job for you.
1: If anyone is interested, here is something that at least I didn't find all that boring. Thomas Edison said that genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Of course all that perspiration stuff does sound like it might be pretty boring. At any rate, it would be totally terrific if Edison's aphorism was true but unfortunately it isn't. Since most people have a modicum of inspiration and only 1% is necessary, a lot of people have that requirement covered. Unless we assume that people are inherently lazy and unwilling to work hard, the perspiration requirement is covered too. If Edison is right, genius should be quite common but it isn't.
0: Louis Pasteur also tried to minimize the uncommon status of genius when he said, Let me tell you the secret that has led me to my goal. My strength lies solely in my tenacity. Napoleon joined the chorus of luminaries who perpetuate the myth that genius is little more than persistence and hard work. He said, Victory belongs to the most persevering. Even Vince Lombardi sang a line from that song, the difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of will. The message is that perspiration, tenacity, perseverance, and an abundance of will are the basis for extraordinary performance and achievement.
1: With a little more exploration, persistence, if you will, it turns out that Edison didn't actually believe his famous aphorism, He also said, being busy does not always mean real work. The object of all work is production or accomplishment and to either of these ends there must be forethought, system, planning, intelligence, and honest purpose, as well as perspiration. This may be paraphrased to suggest that if we start with exceptional intelligence and then add forethought, system, planning, honest purpose, and perspiration we make extraordinary outcomes possible and perhaps even likely. The take-home point here is not complicated. Exceptional intelligence is a gift that is easily squandered if having received the gift, we fail to combine it with tenacity, perseverance, and continuous perspiration. Edison made the point himself when he said, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. J.C. Penney agreed, unless you are willing to drench yourself in your work beyond the capacity of the average man, you are just not cut out for positions at the top. Perhaps John Wooden captured the principle's essence when he said, don't measure yourself by what you have accomplished, but by what you should have accomplished with your ability. If the gap between have and should is more than you are comfortable with, you are likely coming up a tad short in meeting Edison's 99% perspiration requirement. I suppose that means that it's not true that if I were just smart enough, I would know how to succeed at most things with little to no effort. That means my grandpa was right when he told me that there is no good substitute for hard work. That seems to be the case even if it is pretty boring at times. Life really is what life is. There seems to be little choice but to get to work if we are tired of being bored. All I need now is an inspiration.